right, we got another uh, international appearance. This podcast has gone officially global, and it's and and I've got a, a, an incredible guest on today from a place that I have long desired to visit and have yet to make it there. But hopefully, this is the interview that changes that. This is really selfish for me, Shaul. Uh, I just you know, have you on. I want to have you on so I can come over and and watch watch some basketball. I'll watch uh, Jerusalem beat Tel Aviv with you. And we are actually going to play. We are after we finish this podcast. I'm taking my boys to a game, so you're right on the spot. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I uh, and Amari Stoudemire is not on Jerusalem any longer, correct? No, he's not. Fortunately, not. And uh, but he made he made this team. Quite big, and with him we won the international championship, and uh, we had good days. That's Great awesome. Day. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm joined by Shaul Lapidot. Shaul is the CEO and co-founder of an incredible company called Melodia, or as he was explaining to me before the show, <laughs> Americans we just say Melodia, but he said over there it's Melodia. So let's just stop being lazy, Americans. Let's just. <laughs> Let's learn about other cultures for, you know, 10 seconds. Uh, so, Shaul, welcome so much to the podcast. Thanks Thank for you. joining Bef- prior to a big basketball game uh, mm-hmm. there in, uh, in Jerusalem. So, we connected up, and I think this is really awesome. So, there's a, there's an, a, a community of sustainable packaging people and a network that we're that we're building myself and my friend Corey Connors, who's the host of Sustainable Packaging podcast, and then also Avelio Matos, who is the host of Package Design Unboxed. You should also go on their podcast. They're great. Everybody right. should go listen to their podcast. They're awesome. We host a LinkedIn show every Monday morning at 8.30 Mountain Standard Time. And I was looking on this website called Ubuntu. That's where we're, we've been building. And this is also an international site. Ubuntu is... Uh, is from uh, made famous by Nelson Mandela in South Africa, and and I was just looking for a story to talk about. Literally, like ten minutes before we were supposed to go on, and I was like, "Whoa, what is this? This technology looks really cool." And it was your company, it was Melodia, and so I just talked about it, and I was like, "Oh man, I have so many questions, even live." And so I reached out to Shaul. Uh, we had a great conversation, mostly about basketball, and <laughs> secondarily about uh, barrier coatings for for flexible packaging. But I loved it, and I was like, "Show, we've got to have you on the podcast." So here we are; we're making it happen. Thanks a lot. It's a, it's a really great to be here. I'm excited about it, and really exciting to find out about packaging podcast because I think it's a great tool to you know increase the awareness of people and things we are doing, trying to get a more sustainable world. Because we don't think of packaging. Something you know, you just use and throw away, but actually has a great impact on our lives. So thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Shaul, why don't I, I I try to give every guest an opportunity to give their origin story, because mm-hmm. very few people wake up and say when they're fifteen and fourteen and they say, "What do you What are you dreaming about being?" And you're like, "I want to one day fix." this problem with flexible films or fix this problem right. with, with food grade uh, paper 
coatings. Like you, you probably had other other dreams in life, but I think Most a lot probably, of us yeah. sort of follow the trail and we end up here and we're like, whoa, sort of wake up like this is pretty awesome stuff. So how right. did how did you get did you grow up then in, in Israel? Yes. I, I, I was born still in a kibbutz. It's a small community. It's like a agricultural farming community on the foothill of Jerusalem Hills. So great fan of the Polish Jerusalem basketball, that's the reason. And uh, and actually, uh, my background is more on the food manufacturing side. Uh, I was really attracted to winemaking. We have a, uh, it's one of Jerusalem area is one of the most important wine producing areas in Israel. And I figured out I did quite a long military service. And, and when I uh, completed my service, I thought, what I'm going to do with my life? And I, signed up for the Hebrew University for the Faculty of Agriculture to become a winemaker. Okay. So that was, and, and, and I have great passion for wines still, but during my uh, undergraduate studies, I met my uh, professor, my then afterwards professor, a, a great inspiring person, Professor Adichiseo, who's one of the, I would say, the most active entrepreneurs in Israel, a great person that can really take science and translate it to the industry. And uh, Odette called me to his office one day and asked me what I want to do. And I told him I want to become a winemaker. And the background story that he has his own winery, he convinced me to do uh, research. He said, you make wine when you have enough money. <laughs> and uh, I started my research and, you know, dragged into biotechnology materials and then ended up working on, on biomaterials like cellulose. And um, this was original foundation that at the end of the day led us to uh, set up uh, Melotia. Uh, and actually we, it's a spin-off from the research that I did at the university with Odette. Uh, and uh, we founded the company together back, based on the, on the finding of that research. So that was the foundation. And uh, this is where the story of the company began. That's great. I love, the, I love this quote that he, what was the name of your professor again? Odette Shoseo, I'll, I'll, I'll write to you on that. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's that, that sounds great. So uh, your your professor, is it, uh, what's it, Faseo? Shoseo, you will see. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're sending it, to me, sending it to me in the chat. Got it, so uh, yeah. you're, I, I love this quote there that you that you ascribe to, to him, that he is able to translate science into industry. Uh, Oded right. Shoseo. Correct. All right, Professor <laughs> Professor Oded Shoseo. Hopefully, you listen to this, and and I'll I'll do. I will send it to him. Don't worry about that. All right. Great. <laughs> so I love I loved that idea of translating uh, science to industry. Actually, connecting it in um, oddly enough to right. uh, to. Hebrew, uh, I I'm a I, I love the word therefore, and mm-hmm. um, I actually have the the Hebrew word therefore as a as a tattoo as a reminder of because it's it's an action word, um, uh-huh. it's a word that says we know something, but that doesn't if if you don't if you don't take what you know and translate it into action, it's fine to know stuff, but the like I know this therefore I did this. Mm-hmm. I just always love that connection word, and I love that that he was able to take that connection and, and tell, say to you, I know you want to go into winemaking, 
but go do this stuff. And you went and did that stuff. And now you're on a packaging podcast and there's a whole other gap there that you need to fill. <laughs> yeah. It's quite, it's like a long journey. You know, we started that. Um, I, I started to work on nanocellulose, which is the, you know, the backbone of our technology. I think that was like 2005 or six. And I, I completed my PhD work in 2011, and we already founded the company in 2010 based on patents that we wrote during this research. Yeah, but you're right. It's it, and since actually, so you can say I'm working on that since 2005 and commercially since 2010. So it, it did take a long time, and with some gaps in between. Okay, and so did you, when when you say you were, you're you're doing your PhD work, and you are. I, I, I don't have my PhD, so I don't know how this process works. So you're doing research. Did you say, I want to research nanocellulose or were you yeah. doing research? Okay, so you you set out. Why I, did I, I, was in love, I was in love with materials. Sorry, sorry. I no, was no, no, in no, love with materials. I was actually, I did my master's on something on plants and I didn't like that. So I went to the library and I just opened Scientific America. And I find this amazing paper on spider silks. And on biopolymers in general, and that, that hit me that this is what I want to do in my PhD research. So I went to that and told him, listen, I don't want to work on plant biology anymore. I want to do biotech. I want to work on materials. So, And then I started to work on silks and resin, which is a protein from insects. And, and then uh, combined it with cellulose and realized we did nanocellulose. Cut a long okay. story short, and we found out about this wonderful material. At the end of the day, when we came to the crossroad, we had several patents on those technologies. We decided what can be commercialized. So the silks and other proteins coming from insects are very sexy, but you know it's a very long term and the cost there, you know, commercialization is very long. Whereas nanocellulose is based on the forestry, pulp, and paper industry, something that can really be in much bigger volume. We decided to use to commercialize only those patents that are related to nanocellulose, and this was when we decided to set up this company, which ended up to be Melodia. Okay. Is it, I, I, you, you touched on a few things that I, 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 I there, there's all sorts of ways we could go, but there's so much innovation that comes out of Israel. And if, for people who don't know in the packaging industry, it's, it's this like hotbed of, of, of really incredible innovation. And I'm, I'm curious if there's, if there are, structural social structural things at play there where because you mentioned yeah. something just in passing that i think maybe some americans don't know and the majority of the listeners here are in u.s canada uh and right. also in the eu but you mentioned you did your military service i it is right. it, it i believe that this is a true thing but does every every is it every male has a certain yes, everyone, both both male and female. Every male and female uh, has to serve yes. in the in yes. the military. It's mandatory. It's mandatory three years for men and, and two years for, for women. I actually I I did extra as a career. I think that's part of my my that started to build me as a manager because I, I, I was an officer in the military. I, I served for six years. Where three years uh, professional officer, I was I, I, this, I was discharged as a captain in the armored corps, and I went to a lot of training, a lot of uh, commanding courses, which is actually you can say business management courses yeah. or people management courses, and that that gave me a lot of confidence. 
Okay. And when okay. and to, to be a manager, you know, that that builds me as a manager. Just the, the basics of being a manager. That 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 is very significant to me. Indeed. Yeah, I so I I you know I I love this podcast because I get to learn random things about about the world and. Uh, I I did I didn't realize that every single person goes into yes. military service, which I would imagine also gives you a common. There, you have something in common with with everybody, because you know yeah. that everybody has gone through that. And and then I guess my follow, correct. My follow up question would be that, and, and I I I've had a lot of friends who serve who served in the military here in the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. Totally agree that it's a it it can be a really really great way to gain a lot of business acumen whether it's uh whether it's managerial just kind of being 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 either a understanding how to be a a good worker under somebody that you may or may not like uh and yeah and also maintaining your integrity or or then getting up to a level where you're now the the boss and so that you know there's a lot of like servant leadership that comes out of out of military service so I, I can I can add to if yeah, I please. can add to that one more thing. Of course, it gives you a lot of poise, a lot of poise because you know you always have a reference. What's hard? So people say to have a startup is hard. You know, business is hard. It's a roller coaster. I have a good benchmark. What hard is? So that's not hard relatively. So I always, you know, when you have hard times in company, I always look back in my memory to hard times. And that period, and so, okay, that's not hard. This is that was hard. This is not hard. I can deal with that. So that oh, gives you a, a lot of points. I love that. I I love the idea of perspective. Uh, I personally, you know, I've never served in the military, but I I do a fair amount of international travel, uh, doing economic development in impoverished areas of the of the world, and that's it's a it's a similar principle where. If somebody were to call me up and be screaming right. at me because their labels were late showing up, I'm thinking about I, c- I can instantly go back to being in the village in India and go, okay, there are really big problems in the world. Mm-hmm. This is the problem that I need to fix, but it's going to get solved. And right. and it's th- there are problems that I'm not sure are going to be solved in my lifetime that I still get to work on after this. So I. The perspective that's a, such a great point that everybody Thanks. there has has that perspective and then I'll, I'll jump off from there then is are there a lot of innovations that come from university then after that so yes you, so you do your military service do a lot of people go back in to get their master's and phd is that prior yes. to so, service or is that after no in 90 percent of the cases it's after the service so we start pretty late okay so Personally, I started my undergraduate studies. I was nearly 27 years, which is like a, mm-hmm. a, a retired person in university perspective. <laughs> uh, but uh, and and uh, but because I did the long service. But nevertheless, yeah, most people, you know, they 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 serve for three years. Usually, we go after that to travel around the world for another year. So usually, we start uh, academic studies around 23, 24. That's the that's the average year, which is later than other places. Yep. And, but but I think in terms of innovation, first of all, it's something it's very deeply embedded in the culture here. This startup nation thing that uh, you know it, it's kind of prepares itself. Um, it's a high cultural hype, a lot of like as of course uh, high tech industry, but also in other industries in biotech. But also it's it's a very we have a very well structured system here with the university 
and with the what we call the Israeli Innovation Authority. So uh, there is a very good infrastructure here for innovation that promotes innovation and also helps you to commercialize it in the first steps. Uh, so when we wrote first patents, for instance, so the Hebrew University where I come from, the, there is a tech transfer company that uh, files all the patents. Okay, so the patents belong to the university, so that you can say the downside, but it's actually an upside because they cover all the cost of the patent filings until you get funded for the company. Oh wow! Which is that's quite amazing. And, and so, and, and the funny thing is, then when, when we finally were able to raise the first money from Melodia, we had to sign a license agreement with the university to utilize the technology that we have developed. Okay, because they own, they own you, so to say. So they own the technology, but the, the upside is that they have covered all the costs. Yeah, all the costs related to patent filings in those first uh, couple of years. So that's a lot of money, and that gives you a really nice push. That's one thing. So that's the tech transfer companies of the universities, and the second Israeli Innovation Authority is is a, is a governmental governmental federal uh, agency that actually invests in high risk companies. So they they uh, support your. Uh, your research or your company at the first stages when the risk is the highest and it's very hard to raise money. So mm -hmm. it's quite easy to get money from the government here. Got it. And, uh, and, and that gives you another boost. So we use this money, of course, uh, and, and that's very well structured and that really helps you to start up here. So okay. a lot of companies are starting like that in Israel. That that's there. There's so much there that I, I, I want to get into the packaging, but I'm just I'm I'm so <laughs> curious about about the system. We could spend a whole we spent a whole podcast with <laughs> asking you questions about that, but that's not uh let's let's pivot it. That's it's really cool though to to have a culture of innovation. I love that the as I'm thinking through like the flow of economics, how the university mm -hmm. and the and the, the university has uh, what did you say? Licensing? You have a license. Yes, they have a tech university. transfer company. And and then that can that can start to perpetuate more and Correct. more innovations out of there as innovations get they they become commercialized, they become viable, they Correct. start to sell. Then that's helping fuel more of it. I think it's genius. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Uh, any even more reason why I need I need to come over there and. <laughs> Say hello. Besides the basketball, Absolutely. So let's talk about nanocellulose and melodia. Right. So, mm -hmm. from what I can gather, and when I had read on the uh, on the Ubuntu site, you have developed a a proprietary coding mechanism that leverages the that 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 you extract from the pulping process mm -hmm. and turn it into a barrier for is it just flexible films? Is it all sorts of different types of packaging? Oh, it's, it's a, it can be applied on many types of packaging. We are focusing on the flexible film because we, that's, we identified the need in the market. But basically, uh, we, we are doing two main things. One is in, in, indeed an extraction technology where we're taking cellulose fibers and we found that pulp is the most available and sustainable source of fibers. So we are taking and we're actually extracting a naturally uh, existing part of the cellulose fiber it's the crystal, those it's nano crystals or uh, naturally exist in all plants on earth and, and it's a fraction of the cellulose fiber and we apply a, a unique chemical process using acid that 
selectively extracts these particles, those crystals, and that ends up as a dispersion of, of crystals in water, of fibers in water. This is a, a raw material that we formulate uh, to products. And so, so and, and the main product is indeed a barrier coating. So we are mixing those crystals with additional materials that when we apply that on the surface and dry, it forms a film. And that film has excellent oxygen barrier properties, oil barrier properties, and aroma barrier properties. So we found that, you know, evolved that. I mean, it, it's it's based on the intrinsic property of the CNCs themselves, the nanocrystals. If I just take this suspension and apply it, it forms a film. That itself has very good oxygen barrier properties, but when humidity comes in, it loses properties. So we had to formulate, and that's the great innovation we have now a barrier coating that gives you excellent performance also at high humidity, all based on, on degradable materials. That's the great innovation. So one part is the production of those CNCs, and the second part is the formulation and, and delivering the product. And and I know that you've been doing a bunch of work to to certify a lot of a lot of the claims. So it's not just correct. Hey, I heard this on a podcast, and I can I can put whatever I want on, on my flexible packaging. You, you're working on certifications. the The idea, and and I hope I, I really hope that this is just a an interview that people go, wait, that's a thing that we can do, and then they reach out to you directly because we're not mm -hmm. going to be able to cover everything in you know the next whatever right. ten minutes. But the the moisture and oxygen barriers along with oil and and aroma that you were discussing is you have found it to be close to or appropriate level and, and enough of a barrier that you think it could it could act as a replacement for something like a metallized pet or a absolutely yes absolutely yes. so actually first of all we developed the the, the oxygen aroma and uh, an oil area because it's based on, on, on hydrophilic materials. And then we were forced to develop another coating, which is the water vapor barrier. That's the second, the second product. Because if you look at the publication, we have two types of product. One is Melox, that's our oxygen barrier coating. And the second one is Melodea Vitico, which is the newest development, and that's a water vapor barrier coating. So we're actually, we even take it further and we're able to, to produce pouches. Okay, uh, we're working here with local converters in Israel where we're coating paper reels. We also became paper experts on the way because you know you need to select the right type of paper. And we we can do it all the way until a finalized pouch as a, as a demonstrator. And we have a comparison table and we are head to head with uh, high barrier films, including okay. metallized PET, including EVOH, or other uh, paper-based solutions produced by our competitors. We are head to head with these products for sure already today. That's great. And the is the general idea then that you could take a a paper substrate that let's just say in the US, and I know that you're working mm -hmm. on the certifications and not all of this right. is fully certified, but in theory, once the certifications are done and it's it's FDA approved for direct food contact, right? Would, would I be able to then have a pouch? Let's say like I drink a lot of coffee. So if I have mm -hmm. a pouch that has coffee in it that is right. a a paper just a paper substrate printed on the outside and then the inside is your coatings correct because they all have a biocellulose basis then that i can mm -hmm. then take that and put it in my curbside recyclable just like i would other paper is that the idea 
Yeah, the idea. So it, it goes two ways. One, first of all, of course, is, is to uh, you can simply throw it to the paper bin after you finish using that. By the way, for that in Europe, we already received a certification for that. Okay. Uh, we're now doing the same in the US because it's different standards, but we already received a certificate in Europe that you can do that under the European so, standards. Okay, so the EU, you already have an EU certification for- Yeah, it's a PTS, it's a PTS, yeah, PTS certification. Okay. Which qualifies with the European standards. You already have the, the, the document certificate from them. And now we're doing exactly the same in the US because it's not exactly the same uh, standards. Yeah. We're in, and, 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 and the other thing is, is compostability and biodegradability because you know if your if your packaging is, is greasy you cannot uh, recycle if you um, if you use it to pack meats or, or things that you know really it's really a dirty paper so it will it should it cannot go to recycling and, and it should go to compostability to the uh, industrial compost composter and we're also doing the compostability certification in parallel so, oh wow uh, okay so we have to do everything. And, and you also uh, mentioned the FDA approval. So we are now in the, I hope the final steps of uh, indirect contact certification, with, which we are doing in the US, uh, because the CNC, the CNC material is not been approved yet, but it, it's not indirect contact with the food. Our solution is a multi-layer system, whereas the inner face uh, is, uh, the, the part that is facing the food is actually made from all approved materials already today. But we need to, to pass to the indirect contact certification where we're working with a, a U.S. consultant company. And we hope to complete that in the coming months. And then we have everything uh, ready and, and we'll be uh, ready for full commercialization. But we're already working with a lot of the U.S. companies nowadays on piloting you know, because it's a, it's a process. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, this is how innovation is going to be. I mean, in, in a year from right. now, I'm sure you're going to go, boy, we didn't know that. And I'm glad we found that out and we're, we're going for it. And just so I'm clear, and maybe for the people who are listening, so, because I think I might have, uh, I have very limited flexible packaging experience in the US, but mm -hmm. more, more, than, more than most. So if mm -hmm. you've got, we'll, we'll start from the outside. If you've got yeah. paper, let's just say it's craft right. paper, and then you right. lay down your coatings going into the- Two internet. types of coatings are three. So- you have the paper, yep. okay, that's the outer side. And then we apply the melox, which is the oxygen barrier coating. Okay. On top of that, we apply the Melodia uh, water vapor coating, what okay. we call the Melodia VB coat. And if you need a sealer to create a pouch, that Correct. would be yeah. like the third one, and then you have the pouch. And so, the sealer, uh, is that like a bio, is that a bio-based? That, that's really depends on the local converter. Everyone, they uses their own, they like to use their own system. So this is quite flexible based okay. on what uh, the end user, the user is using. But okay, what it. I can say, the certificate that we received in Europe is for this solution. So we sent pouches with all the layers. Not So the whole solution, our pouch was already certified as applicable to, to be recycled in, in, in a paper system. So that's all a great right. achievement for us. That's, that's so exciting. And, and I'm sure mm -hmm. there's gonna be, like I said, so, Innovation doesn't just stop, especially right. given given what you've told us just about the the culture there and how you're how you're wired to just kind of keep pushing, keep growing. I mean, I can I can already foresee a nanocellulose sealant layer and zipper on the horizon right. where the whole thing right. is, is coming from it. So that's that's awesome. Well, 
Shaul, I, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us some insight into not only your product at Melodia, but also the, the, just the, the, the cultural, um, mm -hmm. how the culture is built there for this type of innovation. Uh -huh. and, you know, I think about all the digital, digital printing technology that's come out of Israel mm -hmm. and, um, now cultural meat is coming very strongly. I don't know if you see Oh, it. that's true. Lots of stuff is going on. Is going that's on. true. And, uh, and also that, uh, will come for a full circle that uh jerusalem's uh basketball club will be will be victorious absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, how, what's the best way for it I'm, I'm really hoping that people have more questions so what's the best way for them to get in touch with you so they can look up my linkedin uh, account or uh my okay. email and you can you can just it's show at melodia.eu everyone can can use that uh or they can go to our website it's uh, melodia.eu Yep, and that's and, uh, M E. That's M E L O D E A. Dot E U. Okay. So, uh, and, and from there, uh, you know, everyone is free to contact us. If I can mention, we also now we posted the position for a sales manager in the U.S. full okay. time. So we're full looking. Uh, we we are really trying to establish ourselves to establish ourselves strongly in the U.S. So we're looking for a full time sales manager in the U.S. So. If everyone listens to that podcast and think he's the right guy, he's welcome to contact us. Or or girl. We can Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I meant it's fine, both. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah. What right person. Absolutely. There you go. There you go. Well, Shaul, I, I'm so grateful for you coming on, uh, spending some some time with us here on the podcast. I hope everyone goes to melodia.eu, M-E-L-O-D-E-A dot eu. Check out what they're doing. You can join us on our, uh, where I found out about them at sustainablepackaging.io, which is part of the Ubuntu sustainable packaging community that myself, Corey and Abelio are building up. Uh, Shaul, thank you so much. I will uh, look forward to the day where this is not a meeting over Zoom um, and it's either here in the US uh, or preferably for me over in Israel. So Absolutely, you're most welcome. And, uh, we can have a great chat over a good wine. There you go. And, uh, or go to a good basketball game. I'll be or happy both. To. Or both. Yeah, absolutely. Works great. <laughs> Thanks, Shaul. Thanks a lot. Um, thank you. Hey, that wraps up another edition of the People of Packaging podcast. It would mean so much if you would like and share, rate, review, subscribe, because we want to change the world because we believe that packaging is awesome.